The Armour Men's Health Hour is brought to you by urology specialists. For questions during the week, call us at 512-238-0762 or visit our website at armourmenshealth.com. The Armour Men's Health Hour is a show dedicated to providing information on a variety of medical topics, some of which may include sensitive subject material about penises. All cases discussed have been done with the permission of the people involved and their penises. Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my effervescent co-host, Donna Lee. Mm, I like that, effervescent. I that, sound like an Alka-Seltzer. That's right, nice and fizzy. <laughs> I'm a board-certified urologist. This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists, which is the urology practice that I started and founded in 2007. What we like to do is deliver a variety of men's health topics, a lot of them based around urology, but really expanding the entire breadth of what can affect a man's health. And then every so often, a little extra tidbit on things about your ladies. Oh, that's right. And we have segments called That's What She Said, because that is, in fact, what she said. That's right, just to help (laughs) us understand our our spouses and partners. You can catch this show on the radio, but you can also catch this show on podcast. Uh, Donna, uh, have you figured out how to get the podcast yet? I think I just type in podcast help, and I Google it, (laughs) and then all these directions come up. But you can also type into your Google, the Google Like like the Walmart or the Target, you can type in Armour Men's Health Hour and whatever topic you're looking for, whether it's erectile dysfunction or Peyronie's or low testosterone and just a plethora of our podcasts pop up. That's right. So it's if amazing. you're out there suffering, especially from Peroni's disease, which tends oh, to make up yeah. half of our questions, I know. Uh, we amazing. would love to have you catch up on some old podcasts. You'll get some extremely valuable information. And then, of course, we love having your questions sent to us. Donna, why mm-hmm. don't you tell people about our practice? Yeah, before that, I want to give a shout out to a friend by Facebook because I promoted our show and I put in, because we can only uh, say certain words on Facebook, I said, we'll talk about FLPs. And she reached out to me by private messenger. She's like, hey, Donna, what's an FLP? Very <laughs> so. good. We love to catch that on a previous podcast (laughs) that's right so we'll talk about the flp here in a little bit our locations are round rock north austin south austin and dripping springs very cute out there our phone number during the week is 512-238-0762 you can listen to our podcast like we said anywhere you listen to podcasts they are free and super valuable so it's like having an office visit with a doctor you know it's going to be maybe the longest time you spend with a urologist and Mm -hmm. we love your questions and that's right um, and you can send them to armormenshealth at gmail.com and for those of you listening now of course you're well aware of the coronavirus quarantine that all of us are under if you are hearing this on podcast and this may be just a a walk down memory lane (laughs) but we still are seeing uh, some patients those of higher acuity we're Mm -hmm. doing a lot of telemedicine visits and if you uh, have a urologic condition please call us for an appointment either we'll talk to you even something that you think would traditionally require a physical exam. A lot of times we can walk you through a lot of the basic steps on the phone. And if you need need to come in, we've heavily spaced out the clinic traffic. We uh, thoroughly clean down the entire office. We make sure that nobody's really in the waiting room. Everybody's wearing masks. It's mm-hmm. a very safe place to be. So don't feel like you have to put off medical matters that you would like to take this time to, to deal with. We're limited on what kind of procedures we can do on patients. We can't do any elective surgeries, but absolutely we're in a position to help take care of your urologic issues. Right. And insurance plans are covering the telemedicine or over-the-phone visits. 
So that's been nice. That's right. I think that's going to be hard to go back to the old way. I have a feeling a lot of patients are going to be like, no. They like their doctor's appointments in their underwear. That's right. I want a Zoom appointment with you, Dr. Mystery, (laughs) and you all do my surgery by Zoom. We've had a wonderful (laughs) week um, of patients. One of the things that's happened as a result is how much more time we have right now to talk to patients. I mean, uh, the average patient (laughs) vision now lasts half an hour because you're just just so wanting somebody's somebody's (laughs) attention and just uh, some uh, some ability to to connect with people. Mm -hmm. We had a very interesting and prolonged conversation with a patient this week uh, when it came to complications after a prostate surgery. Mm. And so this particular patient uh, had their surgery done at a very prestigious university in Houston. Mm -hmm. You're not going to name it, are you? No. um, (laughs) But he mentioned something really interesting. He now is suffering from severe urinary incontinence, which happens in a, in a percentage of patients who've had their prostate removed. I've had patients like this all the time. I know exactly what he sounds like. He comes into your office, you tell him he has a diagnosis of prostate cancer, mm-hmm. and come hell or high water, he wants his prostate out. He just is hell-bent on that treatment Because that's all he he's ever heard of? Is that or, what you're saying? Or because he just is scared of radiation, doesn't want chemotherapy, mm-hmm. and doesn't want that cancer growing inside him. Right. Because a lot of prostate cancers can be managed expectantly. Mm. So I understand that mindset from the patient. And we see it. And we operate on him. Unfortunately, though, there are complications or side effects of surgery. And I think that if you don't spend enough time really couching what the patient should expect Mm -hmm. after their prostate's removed, they get really disappointed and really disappointed in the whole experience, even if you make them cancer-free. Unlike a lot of the organs that we operate on where you remove it, there may be a small functional loss, but largely you're living a normal life. When it comes to prostate surgery, you can end up impotent uh, or incontinent. Mm -hmm. And uh, although we talk about post-prostatectomy impotence on this show uh, quite a bit, we don't talk a lot about post-prostatectomy incontinence. And uh, what I thought I would do is kind of go through the kind of discussion that I would have with a patient. Uh, right. so, so Donna, maybe maybe you were just diagnosed with prostate cancer? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm an I'm a, a amazing human as a woman a, with a prostate. And you're scared. I'm scared to death. Well, we're in a genderless society now, so <laughs> you true. never know who's coming I in do with identify prostate as in office, trust me. Okay. So, so you're, you're, you're scared about, about this, this disease. Right. And I mean, just want it out. Well, yeah, I mean, in your mind, you're you're more focused on just getting the cancer out, and mm-hmm. you're almost willing to accept any side effect, any side effect, any right. trade off. Right. I just want to be cancer free. I'll I'll live anyway. Right. I don't need to have sex. <laughs> I just want the cancer to go away. Oh man. Oh wait, I'm are acting you, as. Are the you man sure here. you didn't already have prostate cancer? <laughs> so. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> and so, um, but but urinary incontinence <laughs> uh, occurs after the prostate is removed surgically in its entirety. How common is that? How common is urinary incontinence? Mm -hmm. Well, after the prostate's removed, Mm -hmm. immediately afterwards, everyone is incontinent, at least immediately. And that continence can return in as early as two or three weeks, Mm -hmm. or it can return gradually over several months. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, in the literature, they'll say, however much you're leaking at a year is how much you're going to be leaking thereon. But I think it happens sooner. I think that now with robotic technology, if you're if you're still having leakage when you're coughing and sneezing or getting out of a chair or riding your tractor or ca- carrying hay bales or whatever, it's going to cause. What kind of friends a, do you have? I mean, we have got a lot of ranchers, country friends out there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you, when, when no matter what you're doing, if you're lo- losing urine and having to wear pads or diapers after a radical prostatectomy, mm-hmm. then um, you're going to feel, even though you're cancer free, mm-hmm. that that maybe this side effect 
was something that you weren't expecting or knowing how to prepare for. Right. Uh, we do some amazing things in our practice to try to prepare people for it. Not only am I very honest and upfront about the, the risks of urinary incontinence, which is generally really highly bothersome urinary incontinence occurs in about 4 to 7% of patients mm-hmm. after a radical prostatectomy. And uh, we have 4 seven, to 7 or 47? 4, four to 7. seven. Okay. That, that reminds me of like a like an episode of some show or something but the 47th episode of friends i I think it was i think it was (laughs) mega mind uh in any case uh it was it's either between four and seven percent so not a dramatic number but those patients are very unhappy yeah and uh, they're wearing pads they're they're worried about going out they can't get back to physical activity right and so um the kinds of things that we do right around the discussion time of surgery because our patients are so focused on getting their prostate out, but we make them go see our pelvic floor physical therapist, Angela Treadway, here in our office right. before surgery. Yeah. So just like we make them see our nutritionist before surgery, because mm-hmm. when they're that kind of motivated to get to surgery, we want to give them the opportunity tools. to like take a deep breath and understand what their life may be like afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, you start the pelvic floor exercises that help strengthen the pelvic floor musculature to help mm-hmm. augment the continence that the prostate also provides. If uh, you're six, nine, 12 months after your radical prostatectomy and you're still having leakage, then we have treatment options for you. Uh, I perform two different operations. Uh, one is called a male sling. Mm-hmm. It is a procedure done um, right through the perineum or the undersurface of the scrotum. And I'll go and place a like a a, a large, um, uh, uh, essentially uh, obstructing piece of mesh tissue that will help shrink or compress the urethra and provide more resistance to urinating. So it's an actual sling. It's an actual sling. Wow. And what's great about it is that it, you don't have to do anything. There's no manipulation of it. Hmm. Uh, and you're just better right after surgery. And mm-hmm. that works for people with mild urinary leakage. Mm-hmm. For severe urinary leakage, we do something called the artificial urinary sphincter. It's a three-piece silicone device with wow. a little pump in the scrotum. Mm-hmm. And it actually compresses the urethra just like your native urethral sphincter would do. And when you want to go pee, you pump it up and it empties and you empty out. Oh. And uh, I, I, I don't quite remember exactly where that was invented. Maybe a little place called Baylor, Baylor. College of Medicine. <laughs> In Houston, oh, uh, by Russell Scott, where I trained. So, um, so it's de- definitely if something you didn't that. No, that's where Doctor Mystery went. <laughs> so, uh, if, for those of you that uh, uh, may be suffering from this condition, we would highly encourage you to uh, reach out to us. And uh, Donna, uh, how do people reach out to us? They can call us during the week at five one two two three eight zero seven six two. But send us an email. These emails last us uh, through these segments and through the weeks, and we're answering so many questions, and people are benefiting, and we really appreciate it. It's armormenshealth at gmail.com. That's armormenshealth at gmail.com. I'll respond to the questions too so you know when to listen for the answer. But um, our website is armormenshealth.com. So give us a call during the week. Thanks so much. We'll We'll be be right right back. back. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour. 